What's up, Achievers? It's me, your host and friend, Billy Power. It is Monday, the 13th of 2017. Welcome to the show. Hope you're doing well. Hope your week is getting off to a good start. And uh, I wanted to mention something right at the top of the show here that's really near and dear to my heart. If you've listened to the show for any length of time, uh, you know that a number of years ago I traveled to Kenya um, on a sort of a mission trip with my best friend Mike Lewis and his wife Tiffany and um, some people at the time that we didn't know. Um, And uh, since that trip, uh, two girls that were on that trip, a good friend of mine, Carrie, and uh, her friend Jill, um, they started this organization called Love for Katui. And uh, right now in Katui, Katui is a rural village uh, in uh, eastern Kenya, um, and they're having a really severe drought there. Now, I know that, uh, you know, these days everybody is asking for money. Can you donate to this GoFundMe? And can you donate, donate to this thing? And can you help this charity? And can you help that thing? I can tell you, as someone that's been to this place and uh, knows both of these ladies, uh, you know, a lot of organizations, if you look on Charity Navigator and some of these places, they have so many administrative costs. Well, this is a chance for you uh, to give to something that there's zero administrative costs. <laughs> Basically, uh, all the money goes directly to helping people. And right now in Katui, uh, I'm just going to read you this message from their website. Friends, our amazing Katui community and family needs your help. The village and surrounding areas are in a severe drought, which is affecting them in a pretty big way. No rain means no crops, meaning no food. It breaks our hearts to hear this, but we are hopeful because there's something we can do to help right now. We're doing an emergency fund uh, food campaign right now to raise money to help get food to families as soon as possible. A little bit of money goes such a long way, so any uh, that you can give would be crucial. To give you an idea, did you know that just for $5, they can provide enough rice, maize, cooking oil, and flour for one family to last a whole month? And $2 can get you uh, two chickens. Seriously, any little bit will help these folks who are really struggling right now. And uh, I would highly, highly encourage you uh, to go to loveforkatui.org. That's K-I-T-U-I, love for K-I-T-U-I dot org, love for org. There will be a, a link in the show notes. Um, I know these ladies personally. I've been to this village uh, every year. They go there. Uh, they take pictures. They do Christmas with these kids. Um, and I mean, I will never. Uh, it was actually Carrie's birthday this week. Happy birthday, Carrie. And uh, we went to uh, out to lunch yesterday. And I was telling her uh, a distinct memory that I had of uh, these people that had traveled for hours uh, with a donkey and some plastic uh, containers to get water out of what, uh, if, if you've ever been to the beach and you dug a hole in the sand and you dig deep enough, you get to that spot where there's like kind of the water starts to come up from the ground table in the ocean. That was the water supply that they were traveling to get water out of. So, uh, it's no joke. Um, and I know that, uh, it's always awkward. Um, but simply, you know, in these times that we're living in, uh, any good that we can do and anything positive we can do, um, to help is so important. And, uh, I care so much about the people in this village. I was so touched by, uh, them helping out these orphans in this community and this community in general. Uh, it's a way that you can give and know that that money is going directly to food, to feed people, that can't help themselves. So please, loveforkatui.org. Please donate. Anything that you can will help. And uh, I appreciate it. All right. So uh, looks like we're in for a storm here. 
<laughs> winter storm Stella uh, is supposed to be a blizzard that's going to roll into town uh, tonight. Uh, they're saying, uh, they said on the news this morning, we're going to get a minimum of 11 inches of snow. <laughs> uh, by the way, Chicago, uh, no snow on the ground for the first time in over 100 years in January or February. It's uh, mid-March, and uh, we've had a mild winter, all winter, and uh, now we're going to get blizzard. Everything's fine, everybody. It's fine. Just, uh, you know, keep uh, keep drilling those oil pipelines. It'll it'll be fine. <laughs> So anyway, uh, get to make the decision uh, today whether or not to close. And obviously, I'm going to close the college where I go to school. They've already uh, said it's uh, not even noon and they've already said they're going to be closed tomorrow. So snow day for all of us here in the Northeast. Please be safe if you live in the area. Don't do anything stupid. It's not worth uh, dying um, just to get somewhere in the snow. And uh, don't forget to get those uh, eggs and milk. (laughs) Right, Carrie? (laughs) Oh boy. Anyway, uh, I wanted to, uh, mention a couple things here. I'm, uh, as usual running low on time. Uh, if you've not checked out the Jesse Sprinkle episode that just dropped, I highly encourage you to do that. Um, and I got another interview lined up for tomorrow for later this week, hopefully. Uh, but, uh, I, as some of you may know, I do, uh, editing and mixing and mastering for the bad Christian podcast, uh, good buddies of mine, uh, Matt and Toby and Joey over there. And, uh, they did a recent rebroadcast of Joey Svensson's, uh, pastor with no answers. He had a conversation with a former parishioner of the Mars Hill church in Seattle, uh, if you've, uh, been listening to the show for a while, you've probably, uh, heard Matt Johnson or Jeff Betker's episodes. If you've not, I encourage you to go back and listen to those, um, where they talk about their experiences with Mars, the former Mars Hill church pastor by, uh, Mark Driscoll. And, uh, this was, uh, I was really, as I was editing this episode, I was really, uh, touched by Jen, uh, Schmitz, Smits, S M I D T, her vulnerability and uh, just uh, the raw emotion in her voice when she talked about the day that they finally, uh, her and her husband uh, finally quit the church, uh, just really got me, man. And uh, I think these are really important conversations to have. There's been a lot of people that have grown up in the church that have been burned by the church uh, or by pastors, uh, you know, power grabbing. Uh, and abusing their power and abusing their parishioners. And uh, um, I really, really uh, would highly encourage you to check out this latest episode uh, on Bad Christian or Pastor with No Answers with Jen Smith. Uh, You will be, uh, I think, uh, enlightened, and uh, I think you will appreciate it, and it's good that we're having these uh, conversations. So enough uh, plug for that, but definitely go check that out. Uh, still watching the uh, Wonder Years. There was an episode uh, we watched over the weekend uh, about a bad math teacher. Um, and it reminded me of my pre-algebra teacher that I had in uh, high school. I jokingly say anytime there's math involved with my job or anything, I always say, uh, did I mention I failed pre-algebra? And uh, it was that quintessential teacher that uh, not really a lot of teaching going on, just kind of doing the problems overhead on the uh, overhead projector. And then, uh, excuse me, sir. Yeah. How did you get that? What are you doing? I don't understand what you're doing. And then the old uh, just redoing the problem on the board. Not really teaching, but uh, yeah, it's something that's haunted me ever since the uh, math thing. And at some point I'm going to have to... um, conquer my fear of math, I guess. I have to take a remedial uh, non-credit 
uh, math course before I can take my regular college algebra course. And needless to say, I'm definitely uh, putting that off uh, till the latest possible date that I can do it. <laughs> it just gives me a lot of anxiety uh, even thinking about it. Uh, in school this week, I took my midterm for my audio uh, recording class. And uh, I don't know if this is good or bad, but I was in and out of there in like 15 minutes, 20 minutes tops. <laughs> so I, uh, I studied pretty hard for that thing. And uh, I feel like I did pretty good. I, I There was only a couple, you know, every once in a while you get those uh, multiple choice questions where you're not really sure, like, oh, this seems weird the way this is worded or whatever. So there's a couple of those. And then uh, one uh, fill in the blank answer where I might have put the wrong microphone. It's up to interpretation. I, it said, what's the best microphone for recording a vocal? And uh, I said, ribbon. Um, most people use uh, condenser, studio condenser microphones for vocal, but a lot of people use ribbon uh, for vocal. So sort of like an up to interpretation. Maybe I'll get a half credit for that thing, but I think that I'll get at least an A minus on my midterm, I hope. I haven't graded it yet. Haven't given it back to us yet. Uh, but yeah. So got that going. And then uh, what else? Um, oh, <laughs> uh, after class, I usually stay uh, on campus in the uh, Learning Resource uh, Center and uh, do audio editing. And uh, <laughs> as I was leaving on Friday, uh, what I assume is one of the world's oldest security guards, he's like 100 years old, maybe not 100, but he's definitely post-retirement age, uh, got that kind of like arch in the back and all that kind of stuff. And I just thought, man, that guy... If we're really, if there's like an active shooter or something, like what good is that guy going to be? No offense to him. I'm sad that we live in an economic climate uh, where somebody like that has to work until they basically die on the job or something. It's a sad, uh, sad, pathetic commentary on our times. Um, so I do not begrudge this guy uh, for having to do what he has to do uh, to live and pay for his medications or whatever he's got to do. But he did, as I was walking out of the building, say, uh, how you doing there, young man? <laughs> and I just thought this is not really uh, not encouraging me in the safety department when the uh, security guy is supposed to protect me in an emergency uh, calls me a young man, Mister. Uh, I'm almost fifty, a young man. But uh, felt good, felt good to have somebody call me young. I mean, you know, I'm actually feeling pretty good after my uh, report from the doctor. I worked out today. And uh, feeling like I'm moving that needle, feeling pretty good, feeling pretty good. Was a little off uh, off the plan this weekend in terms of diet, um, but you know, you got to take a break every once in a while, right? Everything in moderation. Over the weekend, I also did a little work on a closet here at the house. It's, it's funny how these home improvement projects uh, can always always end up being uh, more than you think they are. If you ever see any of these shows like on HGTV where they uh, like homes on homes uh, comes to mind, if you ever seen that, it's like uh, they open the wall and of course there's all kinds of problems that they didn't anticipate. And then he always had this thing where he says like, take it all down because now, now I'm nervous about what's in there or whatever. Um, so I went, I was trying to reconfigure this closet. It was uh, not set up in a way that you could really uh, organize clothing or anything in it. And uh, as it turns out, the walls of this closet was not really drywall, not really wallboard. It was just sort of like a weird paper thin kind of thing you hear about in the horrible slummy apartments. <laughs> just a weird thing that uh, when I tried to uh, use the claw of the hammer to uh, pull these boards that were nailed up in the side of the closet, 
basically the hammer went straight through the wall in multiple places. So, yeah, so I had to, uh, had to take that and patch that and paint and sand and all that kind of stuff always takes way longer than you think you do. So I did have a three day weekend. I had a vac- I took a vacation day on Saturday and I spent most of that, uh, spackling and painting and sanding and painting <laughs> turned out pretty good though in the end. So I guess that's a success. Uh, if you look at it that way, uh, what else? Um, this Friday is St. Patrick's Day, and I'm excited to report that I am going to be going to the New York uh, St. Patrick's Day Parade. Um, I've been a few times before. It's always cool. They have all the pipes, uh, uh, bands, and all that kind of stuff. And, and uh, um, yeah, it's just cool and fun uh, to go celebrate that. Um, I, it's got to be, man, that, they've been doing that thing forever. It is the, uh, since 1762, they've been doing this parade. That's something I love about New York, that they have these traditions that go on uh, forever and ever. I mean, it's just hard to imagine something going on for that long, isn't it? Um, so yeah, going to be checking that out this weekend, taking another Saturday vacation day, um, trying to recover from the last uh, six months or so. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's all I got going on. Like I said, check out that Jesse Sprinkle show and uh, and uh, give to Love for Katui, please. Loveforkatui.org. All right, guys, I got to get out of here. But uh, have yourself a great week. That was a weird uh, tone that I ended on there. Have yourself a great week. <laughs> then I just left it hanging. I'm all over the place this morning. I got to apologize, but I appreciate you listening to the show. The uh, opening closing theme show music were written and performed by Ethan Luck, ethanluck.bandcamp.com. And uh, what else? You can connect with me uh, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Urban Achiever PC. If you'd like to uh, support the show financially, you can do that at patreon.com slash urban achiever. This show is listener supported. We do not uh, accept, accept advertising. So uh, your support of the show is greatly appreciated. Uh, but this week, please, loveforkatui.org. Um, and uh, yeah, you can reach out to me anytime you want at billy at urbanachievershow.com. Again, my email is billy at urbanachievershow.com. And uh, yeah, working on another interview uh, for this week, hopefully to be out on Friday. Going to take another few days off, um, but I hope you have a great week. And uh, like I said, if you live in the uh, Northeast, be careful with this weather. And until next time, keep up the good work. I'm proud of you. <laughs>